Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Egan Library podcast. We have not come up with a good name for this yet, but we were told at Open House we need to come up with something punny. So uh, help us with that. Shoot us a message on social media if you can think of a name. Uh, in this episode, we will be uh, looking at the uh, lots of events coming up at the library and around campus that we're related to. There's uh, going to be a main segment on library open house, including some recordings from the day of, a quick tech tip about getting access to library resources off campus. Keep listening. So what's happening right now at the Egan Library? One is that the Evening at Egan series just got started up again. The first one was on September 22nd. And that's going on every Friday. You can find that schedule uh, at the library or it's uh, there's events on Facebook and it's on the UAS website as well. Uh, there's also a few different theme weeks happening coming up. One is it's the American Library Association Banned Books Week. Uh, so that happens every year, the last week of September, and it's just a, a uh, reminder to take a look at uh, different books that have been banned or challenged over the years. Also, Governor Walker has declared uh, the 25th to the 29th to be Alaska Digital Citizenship Week, uh, just to take a focus on how uh, so many Alaskans are, are connected digitally, often better connected that way maybe than with road systems and all. And... Uh, just to, to be responsible and, and good digital citizens. The following week, coming up, uh, there, oh, I guess uh, also during that week, oh, more One Campus, One Book activities. On the 26th, there is a pandemic game night at Student Housing. And on the 27th, there is a um, pizza and book discussion for Student 11, uh, Station 11. Both those are at 6.30 p.m., then the following week, uh, the 1st to the 7th of October, Governor Walker declared to be Alaska Book Week. So that is to focus on and celebrate Alaskan authors and books by Alaskans. Uh, definitely plenty of those you can check out at the Egan Library. And on October 3rd, it is a National News Engagement Day. So there'll be some activities that are being planned and all around that, and maybe you'll do something in one of your classes or uh, find something going on around campus or elsewhere. Uh, so that's what's coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, they're really getting going with uh, One Campus One Book and also with the Big Read. So actually on September 29th at 5 p.m. at the uh, APK Alaska State Museum downtown, the Big Read is uh, starting up here in Juneau. Uh, so it's related to our One Campus, One Book selection. So it's all on Station 11. On to the main segment. Today, uh, we're reflecting back on Library Open House that happened on September 12th. That's also, there's an ongoing game online that you can play if you've not completed that. Uh, by the end of the day, so 11.59 on September 25th, you can still complete the uh, Open House game 
and get entered in for a chance to win one of the $50 Amazon gift cards. So that uh, is at the web address bit.ly slash UAS Veritas. That's U-A-S-V-E-R-A-T-A-S. So you can still go and check that out until that time. And uh, the in in-person open house, you may have seen me set up with the uh, r- with the recording equipment and uh, talking about the podcast and about open house with students. Uh, quite a few uh, students, kind of like we ran into at the campus kickoff, uh, were maybe a little you know cautious before uh, getting on the mic or didn't feel like they necessarily had too much to say uh, to to really kind of record something and jump in but we do have a few uh recorded responses we can listen to here in a bit um i'm actually gonna dive into uh one of the questions we asked which is what people would like to see more of from the egan library um most of the answers we got from people were really just that they were happy with what they already saw at the library which you know is uh i guess is good to hear uh, definitely uh, know that there are there's like a comment card at the, the entrance of the library. You can always come and talk to us at the reference desk or circulation if there's something that uh, you'd like to see more of. There's a uh, purchase request form online as well if there's uh, specific materials you'd like to see us have. Uh, so there's definitely ways that you can give us that sort of feedback if there is something you're looking for. Um, there was, uh, you know, there's, there's lots of things that, that libraries have been doing and have been adding uh, over the years. I I remember libraries being a major push for the internet uh, back in the earlier days of that expanding. Uh, In recent years and at colleges, there's been a lot of a focus around libraries really joining forces with learning centers and writing centers. And that's something uh, with the learning center having been part of the, the library building and them being just right, right there next to uh, us is, has existed as long as the building has. So all the way back to 1990 with that. So, you know, in some ways, there's some elements where we're we've been ahead of the curve and have uh, been here to help people uh, in ways that maybe I uh, already were expecting or wanting to see. Uh, there's one thing that we've been thinking about and trying to figure out how to get connected into it's having happening in libraries and that is the idea of maker spaces or having having some kind of technology or, or different ways that you can uh, work on creating things of your own at the library or with library materials uh, so one of those is uh, what got me focused on uh, starting a podcast and doing this here the other of which and I think the biggest hit from open house was the green screen so a lot of students had a lot to say about the green screen uh, when we were asking uh, our other main question, which was what did, what did you learn from the library open house? Uh, most people had, had things to say about the green screen and were excited to have tried it, maybe uh, posted a video online. Uh, all those videos, if you want to see what people did, uh, everyone who said they were okay with it, uh, they got up on Facebook and you can see those all shared on the Egan Library's Facebook page uh, if you scroll back in time, back to uh, September 12th. And so you can you can check out those those videos and shots that people did with the green screen. Uh, people were really just excited to see 
that a green screen now can just be run off of a smartphone. There's free apps to do all of that work that used to take a whole bunch of editing and, and expensive equipment. The library has a green screen, so if you need it for uh, a class project or want to do something with it, that is available, and you can you can ask us to get access to that and use that. Um, you can get the free app, and you can really just, just take it away and create something. Uh, so just a lot of students were... Uh, really just surprised and, and uh, impressed with, with that and something that seems like it would be so far off and, and hard to do is actually right here at home is really easy to do. Having gotten that feedback from students, I went over at the end of Open House and had a talk with Library Director Elise Tomlinson to uh, ask her how she thought things went. She also gave the uh, details on what were uh, the, the specifics of the app used and other things about doing the green screen. So let's listen to that interview. I'm with Library Director Elise Tomlinson here at the end of Library Open House. She ran the green screen station, which was the most popular today. So Elise, tell us a bit about how the green screen went. Well, I had to try and stop giggling in front of everyone's videos, but other than that, it was really fun. And um, we posted most of them to our Econ Library Facebook page. So if you participated in that, be sure to go check it out, and you can tag yourself so it shows up on your wall. And um, it's just using a free app called Kine Master. But they have them for both Apple and um, Android phones. So that's it. Right on. Thanks for those details for everybody. I know they're trying to remember uh, what the app was and all, but just knowing that there's free apps out there they can use is, is a lot of fun. So thanks for that. And one other thing, the green screen kit is kept down in room 103, uh, Kelt. And if you want to give a call before you um, go down there to play around with it, uh, just make sure that there's not another event going on down there. But it is available for students to use. Great. Thanks. As an added note after that interview uh, that was recorded just using uh, I have an iPhone so I used that and used the voice memos app that came through uh, pretty clear and pretty good so that was good to know that something uh, easily available at hand uh, can help put together something for a podcast uh, and with that uh, I use the Audacity uh, program which is available free online so putting a podcast together is fairly simple as well. Uh, from there, the podcast gets uh, put together with Audacity, exported as an MP3, and the MP3s are going up onto SoundCloud. And from SoundCloud, you can, it creates a uh, feed that you can give to iTunes as well, and it's available there as a podcast. So a lot of uh, free or already available options on uh, putting together something like a podcast of your own. Uh, and there are also uh, microphones or like headphones or microphones and other options available at the library for recording. Uh, we have some handheld uh, voice recorders as well. So uh, we have the materials you need if you wanted to put together an audio presentation like this or a podcast of your own. So uh, thinking of some of the other things we had going on at Open House, uh, we had a... Uh, pin the uh, pin on the donkey uh, regarding the news for what was a uh, true story and what was not a true story. Uh, several students, you know, fully remembered the exact details of the uh, story that they had looked up and all. So uh, there was some 
some interesting facts they learned that way uh, as well. Um, but more more uh, broadly, the, the sorts of things students were learning from that was just that uh, it's worth taking some time to assess whether a story you were looking at is uh, fake news, as uh, the term has become now, but whether it's a kind of authentic story or maybe it's uh, not so authentic. Uh, that's worthwhile all the way from a news story, a social media post, all the way up to uh, academic journals, scientific studies, and these sorts of things. It's, it's worth taking the time. Uh, it's worth figuring out, especially for um, sources maybe that you see really commonly. I know like on, on social media I see, I see similar sites shared pretty often all and figuring out what those sites are maybe if you don't know figuring out what that maybe their their biases or whether they are a uh, you know if they're a, an opinion blog sort of site or whether they are a joke site like the onion or whether they are um, an up-and-coming news site or whether they are uh, any of the number of other things that have cropped up in recent years online uh, and as well through uh, library resources, uh, students were figuring, finding out that uh, we have access to a large number of different newspapers from around the country and around the world available through library databases. So that's a great place to go and find uh, authoritative news. Like actually going to news websites, usually you can only read so much before you have to start paying for access or subscribing. Uh, but through the library, we do have access to a lot of different newspapers and so you can get get to the story that way uh, a lot of times it's not actually on that like most of the time it's not on that newspaper's uh, website itself that we have access but it's on the database so it's it's often more like kind of just the text or just the uh, the important uh, pieces of it uh, so uh, you know so sometimes yeah if you have a story you want to look up you can come to the the library databases and and you can find that article and read it directly uh, and so just good to know that uh, and we definitely try to keep up with all of the different resources we have access to being uh, good resources and also definitely if you find something that, that seems bad that you found through the library it seems um, problematic let us know and we can look into that and see if maybe we need to remove uh, remove resource remove access to something so um, we also uh from other parts of Open House, had people headed down to the Learning Center and the Writing Center. Uh, if you have not been uh, in the library and found those, the Writing Center in particular maybe takes a little bit of hunting to find on the ground floor. So definitely stop in and say hi. They've got lots of good help for uh, looking over your, your papers if you need or how to construct them in the first place. Uh, so that's on the ground floor in Library Room 105. Uh, and the Learning Center, a little easier to find, but still, yeah, downstairs, ground floor of the library. Uh, and that is also available. Students were finding the uh, hours for that and uh, meeting the people and just finding out where they're at. And those hours for the Learning Center, in case you're curious about those, is Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., Friday, 9 to 4, and Saturday and Sunday closed. And that applies at least for fall 2017. I know they're always working on adjusting those hours based on staffing and uh, needs expressed from students. Uh, and the Writing Center hours then, uh, again, fall 2017 here, are uh, Monday through Thursday, 10.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Friday, 10.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., 
uh, closed Saturday, but then open on Sunday from 2 to 5. All right, so that's some of the feedback we got from Open House. Now, let's listen to some of the students who had more to say on the subject. Today at the Egan Library Open House, I actually learned that we have a green screen available at the library, and there's a number of useful programs you can use with the green screen right on your smartphone for free. It's great, fun, just for like an activity, as well as I could see this using it as like a fun thing for projects or other research things in the future, especially anything video related. All right, so today I learned all about the hours of the learning situation center which are a huge resource thing i'd want more of more hours at the learning center it helps a bunch i learned about the tutors in the learning center uh and i like to see the uh library uh selection expanded Time for this week's tech tip. One thing we've been hearing a lot about lately is difficulty accessing library resources off campus. Uh, to avoid getting too technical, our off-campus uh, resources are connected through a proxy server run by UASIT and, and uh, jointly managed there by the library. And to get to resources through that proxy, the best way is to go straight from the library webpage. Uh, although you can also connect your Google Scholar to find resources that way. Uh, but anything you search through the, the library webpage should get you through uh, that proxy. So if you are off campus and are trying to find resources, that's a great place to start. It's also kind of easy once you kind of get researching and are going around to different sites or to different places and all to kind of fall off of the, the proxy or to lose your authentication. Uh, and if that happens and all of a sudden you find yourself being asked to pay for articles you think you should access to or whatever else uh, it can sometimes be worth it to go back to the library webpage and get going from there again um, to search what you were looking at uh, previously and see if you have access there's um, been some problems lately because our proxy server had gotten old and we actually uh, just this last week got a new proxy server up and running with new uh, software, with new security, and so hopefully any issues you're running into off campus should be resolved through this changeover. Uh, definitely, if you're still having any issues, get in touch with us at the library. We're available at the reference desk to help with that via our chat interface, with a phone call, with uh, email, um, in person, obviously. Uh, lots of options for uh, sorting that out. Uh, some other backup plans involve things like trying a uh, different web browser. Uh, if you're really having trouble and really need to find something really quickly, trying uh, something like the state uh, library databases through the SLED portal. Uh, and if you're really having trouble uh, logging in or anything, getting in touch with the help desk or using the Elmo site to change your password. Uh, so if you have any questions still about this, definitely get touch, in touch with us at the library. We are happy to help people uh, get access to all the great resources that we have available. And that wraps up another Egan Library podcast. Uh, please definitely go check out the One Campus One Book tab. Uh, 
from the library homepage. Check out that great uh, set of activities we have going on with that. Uh, read Station Eleven, all that, and get involved. Uh, this week's uh, music was from the Free Music Archive. It's artist Scott Gratton from his album Intros and Outros. And hope you've enjoyed that. The Free Music Archive is a great place to find some music you might use with a podcast or some other uh, use of way you can maybe find some music to use in a presentation if you have need with that. So give that a look. I have been your host, David, the technical services librarian here at the Eagan Library. Thanks for listening.